Welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And Tony. Yes, it's the return of Tony to the podcast because it's audio commentary time. Oh, yes. yes, and uh, this week we are doing episodes one and two of The Demons. The uh, yes, Good story, what, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm interested. Longly. Long and longly? Long. 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 Isn't it? Yes, indeed, indeed. Yes, By us, anyway. <laughs> yes, because we've, it's been a long, long time since we've last done a commentary, so oh, yes. we've been quite looking forward to this, actually. So, uh, and just sitting down and watching this, really. Yes, indeed, because we do like the demons. So, Okay, then. So, But first, let's have a little bit of news, shall we? Now, the, the night we were uh, recording this, we've just sat down and watched the one-minute trailer for, well, celebrating 50 years of Doctor Who, haven't we? Yeah, it's, it's it's a sort of trailer, isn't it? For the for yeah, the 50s, it's but... more like a promo reel more than mm. a trailer, but... but not not telling, not actually telling us anything. No, nothing. Um, but what do we think? What do we think? Um, Let's start with Tony. I agree with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can, yeah. Paul, Tony the, Paul the, get off the fence, Tony, and pull the splinters <laughs> out your ass, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Although you may have some good points as well, Phil. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you again. Yes, anyway, Paul, yes, yes. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was, it was quite um, quite entertaining, wasn't it? It was nice. Without, without, it, was, it was just something to say, oh, look, it's still coming, and without giving anything yeah. away. I yeah, think. that's it. Um, now, sad people that we are, we did actually go through it frame by frame just to make sure that well, all the doctors were well, represented well not not exactly frame by frame oh come on we did at the end we, we, we were um trying to sort well, of we just couldn't see the, the eighth yes, they did. No. and we were just wondering why there wasn't an eighth but there, there we there. saw he was there he's there he was he's there, there. behind the nude wasn't he yes now um a little bit of conjecture though about who, the, who the, uh, the mystery me. figure was though in front of tenant with his back to us yes and we we have a theory that we don't usually go for mad theories on here, but we do have a theory. <laughs> not listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> now we think that is John Hurt's doctor. Yes, because he's positioned between the eighth and the ninth. Yes. So maybe that might give. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that might give something away there. Hmm. Who knows? Interesting Who knows? hypothesis. Yes, indeed, indeed. Oh. You couldn't care less, Tom, could you? I <laughs> could. <laughs> 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 Yes, Paul. Sorry, I was okay. going to say, say, but if that is the eighth, then of course that would then mean that if it is the night, uh, John Hurt's doctor, that he's not just an older version of the eighth. No, indeed. Is he an eight and, and a half then, or something? Or character. So, so, is sorry, he an eight and a half then? Well, we don't know. <sighs> it's a regeneration the doctor doesn't talk about. That make him Fellini or something. Nine and less bits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, hmm. Now, actually, um, yeah. The only reason we, we base this little bit of hypothesis is the fact that. Um, uh, there were some sort of some photographs, sort of going around during that. Some official prom, uh, promotional photographs, and in one of them, um, Hertz Doctor is wearing like a bandolier thing mm. with his sonic screwdriver, and this person with their back to us was wearing a bandolier. Yes. that's the only thing we based it on here. So we're probably completely wide of the mark. But yeah. it was fun though, wasn't it? It was yeah, fun. Just, yeah, yeah, because it could be many of the hundreds of people that walk around with bandoliers. Bandoliers. It, it, could, it could have been Zapata, couldn't it? <laughs> bandolier. Hey, yeah. that was that thing you play? <laughs> it's a squeeze box, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the accordion. <laughs> what was an instrument? Anyway, yeah. that actually sort of does lead on to um, sort of a couple of news items, actually, because um, Stephen Moffat, during the week, teased us with the regeneration <laughs> count problem. Because he's, he's, he's saying that um, he said to go back to our DVDs and count correctly this time. There's something that we've all missed. Yeah, I know. I know it's himself. Yeah. yeah. Care to elaborate, Tom? No, no, it's up to Moffitt, not, not to me. <laughs> Are you embargoed? I've been told. I've been told. Silence has been bought. Quite so No, yeah, to no, Tone's embargoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More often than not. Yeah. So, what, what, what do we reckon to this? And what, where, where do we reckon that the, where we've all gone wrong all these years? I don't Staring know. in the face. I can't, I can't it's probably something obvious. Yeah. There's been certain. Again, my more hypothesis going around that it's um, what between Troughton and Pertwee wasn't a regeneration. regeneration. 
I mean, that, that would have been my only fault was the fact that they just gave him a different body yeah. rather than and also the apparently also go back to maybe Hartnell to Troughton wasn't a regeneration, but then again they didn't have it all set up in the show. It was called renewal then, mm. wasn't it? So no, I'd, 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 my my your money's on my money would be on if it's going to be that there wasn't one wasn't a regeneration, then it was it was Troughton Pertwee. Yeah, yeah, could be right. We'll find out hopefully, or maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? So. What do you think, Tom? We're always keen to bring you into these things. But, well, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'll, I'll make you right. Or that the sixth Doctor was always the seventh Doctor in a week. I don't know. Well, it could have been. It could have been. Well, personally, I think there was a Doctor before Hartnell. Yeah, but that's oh, another one. Oh, controversial, theory, controversial. Yeah, well, Tom, don't worry. Very, very soon we've got a news up and you will be interested in. Oh, I, yeah. I guarantee it. Ooh. All right, okay. okay. Now, um, talking about numbers of Doctors 12th Doctor casting um, it was announced during the week that Ben Daniels was indeed approached for the role of the 12th Doctor he would have been magic in that role I've got to say oh dear see <laughs> see, before we start recording folks we told Tony that Ben Daniels was the son of Paul Daniels yeah. he's not <laughs> oh I don't know do I <laughs> uh, did you ever watch Cutting It no no, or um, I'm trying to think else he's been in, actually. Films and TV are not uh, mine. Lauren Order UK? No. no. No? Okay, well, you won't know who, who is he? he is then. He should be Paul Daniels' son. Well, he's not. Why not? Because he isn't. Not fair. Because Paul Daniels didn't sire him, did he? Oh. <laughs> have you got any kids in Paul Daniels? He must Martin have Martin Daniels. Daniels. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> oh, this is painful, <laughs> isn't it? Good God. If only Martin Daniels had been cast as the 12th Doctor. Yes, I would, have, I would have liked him in that role. You might have done in the 80s, yeah. you never know, do but you? But I couldn't find him, he disappeared right. apparently. But, yeah. uh, yes, now apparently he, he was approached and uh, he was asked if, it was, if he was interested in something, in something he'd like to do and he, well, of course he said yes. So, but he, I, mean, I suspect they had to sound out several people just in case. Yeah, in case um, Capaldi said no, yeah. really. But. Or it may have been that they just... He, they didn't think he'd, he'd do it, so they were sounding other people, and the minute he indicated that he would, they dropped everyone else. Yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, but, same thing as hell. But at least it goes to show there was some truth to that rumour at the time. Yeah. Everyone sort of convinced he was going to be the new Doctor, but I'd like to say, who leaks this, these stories out? Probably, was it his agent? Probably <laughs> agents, yeah. Yeah. Because you're trying to drum up interest in your client. It gets your client in the papers. Yeah, and it did. Big time, actually. Because yeah. I was convinced he was going to be it. He was the, the old saying of all publicity is good publicity. Indeed. He was the uh, well, the hot favourite at the time, wasn't he? Mm. Oh, yeah. He really was. So, Any further comments on that, time? Well, yeah. yeah well, what do you want me to say? No, that'll do. <laughs> okay. Um, just so you can we, do that. We'll get, do. Oh, sorry, shut up. Right, okay, we're, we're getting on to a new story. Daniel, this dismissive gesture. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be dismissed. Now, now, now Phil's going in for the course of mine here. Which yeah, I'm like, indeed. I'm yes, indeed. And the John Pertwee arrogant kind of uh, waving away. Dismissed <laughs> <laughs> uh, him like that. How do you know? We, ha- we haven't watched it yet. I mean, I watched it. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I watched it yesterday. I've seen all oh, the really? arrogant he was acting in it. Well, yeah. keep that posh voice going, Tone, because... Um, right the way through all the recordings tonight. Yes, please, please. Because, <laughs> because I bet you don't. Be, <laughs> chaps, listen, this is important, all right? Yes, it's, okay. important, it's an important social event that I'm sure we're all going to get invited to, okay? Buckingham Palace, is revealed, yeah, yeah, they're going right. to um, hold a party uh, to celebrate the 5th anniversary of Doctor Who. Right. And it'll be held on Monday, the 18th of November. And it says, as a countdown to the Doctor Who's golden milestone... Uh, as it reaches its final few days. Um, the guest list has been kept under wraps, uh, but people involved with the show, both in front and behind the cameras, over the years are expected to be That's on That's right. It. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, so... Um, well, I'm just waiting yeah. for our invite to turn up, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. let's see why not. Yeah, indeed. I mean, you know, it's... Apparently, uh, we're all related to royalty somehow, you know. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, I'll ask the butler if anything's come today. I'm indeed. Have you got your, your bow tie, your cummerbund ready, Tone? Of course. Of course. Imagine. You've got nothing to contribute to this at all, have you, at the moment? <laughs> I'll just answer. Okay, no, okay. Maybe, maybe, Tone, you'll, contribu- really annoyed, but you'll contribute to this. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Um, now, 
as we know, the um, convention is going to be at London's Excel Centre mm. um, on the uh, 22nd, 23rd and 24th of November. Indeed. And right next door to that is the London Marriott Hotel. Ah. Okay. Marriott Hotel. And uh, they are mixing three new drinks in honour of Doctor Who. Uh, three drinks? Are you talking about a cocktail or something? Cocktail action. Um, okay, I can do cocktail. Okay, you can do a cocktail, can you? Yeah. They're obviously the, the, the three. Pound and mile don't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah JC's directors don't count either, oh, oh. right? So, no, they have um, three cocktails. One's called obviously one's called the sonic screwdriver. One's called the laser screwdriver. Now the um, the last one I'm having a bit of difficulty pronouncing. Actually, you've all, you've all heard of a, a daiquiri. Yes, a right? banana, banana daiquiri. I'll stop with it. It's called a dalakiri. Yeah, I think that's probably about right, I think. Banana, a dollar curry. Yeah, a dollar curry, okay. Um, now, I'll, I'll tell you what's in each one, okay? Yeah. Right, okay. Start off with the um, the sonic screwdriver first, shall we? Um, it's got um, vodka, yeah. orange curacao, a dash of grenadine, a topper of champagne, and it's all served in a champagne flute garnished with a playful twist of orange. Oh, I do like that playful the twist playful of orange. playful twist of orange. Oh, mm. Cheeky. That sounds too bad, does it, actually? Um, the laser screwdriver, is it's got a powerful mix of vodka, yeah. Cointreau, oh, passion oh, oh. fruit juice. Yeah. Now, this I've never heard of, before. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's Passoa. <laughs> Does anyone know what Passoa, Passoa. is? No? Okay. Passion fruit. Um, all of which is poured over <laughs> a, a yeah. dollop. A passion, dollop of yeah. passion fruit and mango sorbet yeah. in a martini glass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. I know my stuff. Yeah, okay, okay. So how does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Now the um refreshing. That's it. The uh, the Dalakri, hmm. as we'll call it, um that has got vodka, Kahlua, yeah. Bailey's Irish cream, yep. with a hint of mint chocolate, mm. chocolate liqueur, Ooh. and banana I served say. appropriately within a hurricane glass. Ah, hurricane glass, of course. Mm, okay, okay. Now, obviously, um, I've got no idea how much these are going to cost, but what do you reckon on a, on a, a cocktail? And especially, it's a special cocktail. Yeah. £8.50. Ooh, I don't know. I reckon More in a that? hotel. A whole mm. hotel like that? 20 quid. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, just yeah. Down there, though, actually, good heavens. There's people right. actually going to be having it, aren't they? Because of the thing. You're not going to be saying, oh, I won't buy it. Buy well, it. in my that's hotel, no in my no, hotel, that's, that's, I'd be charging eight pound fifty. I think that's going to be a lot of money. That I suppose now you're going to be blaming me for no forward planning that I haven't mixed these myself here, well, so indeed, you could be indeed, trying indeed, them yes. while we're doing this news item. Indeed, oh, you're slacking, right. mate. You are slacking. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, that's it for the normal news items. But we've got time for a very, very, very quick jaunt over to Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets. Right in Tat Corner this week, we have well, it's um, another bit of celebratory tat for the 50th anniversary. And this one comes courtesy of the uh, New Zealand Mint. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know them well. Do you indeed? Mm. Good, good. Okay. Now this is a... Um, I just them to a cocktail. <laughs> 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 New Zealand Mint. <laughs> okay, now this is a... It says it's a, it's a half-ounce silver collectible coin set. Mm. Okay. Now I'm about to show uh, Port and Tony the, the photograph of it. Here we go. Okay. Ooh. Now, ooh. Yes, it comes in a little display <laughs> case. going to do a trick. And it, is this the photo I showed you earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish, please. I want to get this over and done with. Um, They'll sell a lot of them and probably coin it in. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. Um <laughs> Anyway, well, where was I, for God's sake? One of these um, coins. coins. Clinging on to life. Clinging on to life in yeah. my dignity at the same time here. It comes in a little display case, which is in the form of a fob watch, the Doctor's yeah. fob watch. And, um, well, okay, how, does it, how does it say? How does it, let's, let's, let's read it out, actually. It says, about the design, it says, um, Doctor Who aired first in 1963. Well, I think we know that. Um, it's received recognition from critics and the public from being the, uh, one of the finest uh, British television series ever produced and is shown around the globe. Uh, this Now, it leaps from that to this highly collectible set features coins struck from one half ounce of 999 fine silver presented in, doc, in the Doctor's Fog Watch. Uh, all, uh, all coins are also sold individually. This coin set has been developed in collaboration between BBC Worldwide Australia and New Zealand Mint. Okay. And a legal tender as well. Folks. Indeed. Now, total mintage 
for each 11 Dr. Coin design is 4,000. Like a bit of mintage. You have a bit of mintage, don't we? Yeah. Uh, 3,000 of each coin design will be released as sets. The remaining coins will be released individually. Okay. Uh, it says each coin features a highly high quality color reproduction of the Doctor. Behind him is a likeness of his nemesis engraved in three dimensional relief. Ooh. Ooh. This is surrounded by a finely engraved border design inspired by technology and time travel. Okay, each coin features the Ian Rank Broadly effigy of Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Oh, God bless her. And it's a silver. It comes. It does. It, it's a quintessential silver-coloured fob watch case. It's not even a silver fob watch. It's no, no. silver-coloured. Oh dear! Class. Now, um, in English money, in English money, because you, you can order this from New Zealand, mint. You can uh, perhaps free shipping. Okay, free shipping. Um, how much? Two hundred. It's nearly three hundred and fifty pounds for eleven little coins. Mm. I don't think I'll be rushing out to buy that, to be honest. Well, I've ordered two anyway. Oh, cheers, Tone. On the phone just now. Is <laughs> that so one as a keepsake? One to play with, one to, yeah, as a tiddly uh, yeah, with. I was going to say, order yeah. them separately, then you get your value money from the free delivery, don't you? Well, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> thinking ahead. You increase yeah. your mintage. Mm, yeah. Don't forget, don't forget. You can, ne- you can never have too little mintage. <laughs> you cannot have too little mintage. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll be bothering with that, as I said, No. No, no. Missing out. Got to be honest, not a lot of that at this 50th anniversary tat I will be bothering with, if I'm perfectly honest. No. No, it's rather expensive. And uh, Tone wasn't there for the uh, the bear, though, was he? No. The 11th Doctor Bear, which is £250. Oh, are they? A teddy bear. Uh, oh, because I, I listen to every podcast, you know. So, yeah, I yes. just, just forgot. Yeah, because you would have missed on that podcast, our <laughs> little um, link into something else. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah, listen, listen to it and find out. <laughs> I, I know it well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So, anyway, folks, that's it for the news. That is it. That is it. So, um, coming up very, very shortly is our. Uh, uh, I say that again, very, very shortly is our audio commentary for episodes one and two of the demons and facts. Already. And facts, of course. Right. Tones back with his facts. So, another week. Then that was the news. Right, everybody, it's time to kick off our audio commentary. The first for a very, very long time. And as you said at the top of the show, we are doing the Demons episodes one and two this week. This is what your precious viewers are interested in. So, everyone ready? Yes. yes. Let's yes. crack on then, everyone. Okay, we're going to press play then in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And off we go. Tony, I've missed the rustle of paper. Will you rustle, rustle your facts? Thank you very much. There Thank you. How many facts you got for this episode then? Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah. I apologise now, folks. They're not all in here. There's all like different amount for each show. Oh, okay, okay. I'm all sure right. seven. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, the BBC sound effects library. Ever? Yes, indeed. Hundred and nineteen. You'll BBC never actually hear it like machine. that in real life, would you? You, you don't know, especially this bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, and the actual lightning to actually be in time with the thunder as well. Yeah, I know. That's John Levine's frog, that is. He, uh, <laughs> his name's Crokey. That's John Levine's hat. <laughs> uh, hat. And that end sign was painted by another, none other than uh, Matthew Corbett, right? who used liquid from the tears of ladies in mourning and brushes fashion from the tails of silver foxes. I still think you should have saved that for the, when that Matthew Corbett actually turns up <laughs> next week. I don't mind that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a theme I've got running through. The, uh, Come episodes. back, Biffo. <laughs> This character's a stayer. He'll be there to the end. <laughs> yeah, he'll be there to the end, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he died. Oh, Damaris Heyman. That was unexpected. Who was the supernatural advisor to this production. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's claiming murder most foul there in Margaret Rutherford's oh. cloak. Yes. Actually, uh, my full fact it, uh, will, will disprove Disprove all this about uh, being the actual main advisor on this. Really? Oh, yeah, I found out. I've, I've oh, deeper. okay. I, I, I've dug deeper. 
Yes, it is. It's episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh dear. Dates it, didn't it? Aquarius. Aquarius. Is that from here, wasn't it? Mm. It's only yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, why not? See, the doctor backing up your theory there with facts, you see. Get out of my way. <laughs> it's because it's written in the stars. <laughs> it must be science. I'm off expecting him to turn down Joe Grant's volume there, actually. <laughs> uh, oh, Bessie. Who's bugging at the steering wheel was the long way around. I saw he's, he's actually grown Joe Grant's boobs at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed Joe Grant's boobs. <laughs> I was say, it's sexual harassment at work. <laughs> Yes, he did grab your boobs. Actually. Yes, he did do it. Yes. Navish tricks. Navish. Still, still not Navish. quite sure how he does backwards, forwards, Ooh. and side to side with three buttons. No. I like that one. <laughs> Oh, so this is the point when the British yeah. Army was a taxi service. Navish. Well, I worked that into conversation at some stage. Navish. Is it navish, you said? Navish. Like Your navish tricks. Is that like a lot to do, uh, to do with the Navy, I suppose, and sort of like... Um... Navish, a knave. Was it? Yes. Oh, of course, KM. Yes. Ah. Yes. Because <laughs> I've never heard that, of... Navish. So that ship's looking very navish, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I've never heard the word navish. I just want to go roughly his hair now. I was like, oh, so naive. serious bit now. I've been looking at the BBC free uh, schedules and I've seen this on it at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 I had Devil's End once, so I could take some penicillin for it. <laughs> Not for a bad curry or something. Yeah. Oh. So BBC Three was it? Snod, marry or destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> <It's an episode. laughs> I just thought this church has got its own version of having two souls in the crypt. Yeah, that please do. But BBC, BBC Three only starts at oh. 7 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, well, he, comes, exactly. he comes along as Bock later on, obviously. Yeah. See him there? Matthew Corbett also sculpted the gargoyle using stone <laughs> harvested from the Colossus of Rhodes and chisel, a chisel fashioned <laughs> from metal from the mysterious Battery of Babylon. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Amazing what you discover in the three or four <laughs> months. It's only partly not... based on fact there, Tone. <laughs> it's all true. If only they knew what, what the rubbish BBC Three would actually churn out in the future. <laughs> This is obviously more BBC Four, isn't it? Oh, it's it's actually actually highbrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? He's knob. <laughs> it's like the fact. Hey, oh, they're all sitting there <laughs> watching the television unit. That archaeology, um, archaeologist, um, can't bloody Professor Horner. Yeah, him, Professor Horner. Yeah, I think he outpompuses. Um, Pertwee, I think. You know what I mean? He's I think he does, actually, yeah. 
Pompery. Pompery. That's got a nice smell to it. Yeah. Exists between. Never mind. Does it? Damn. Probably does. Oh, sure, you bloody idiot. Help me, bloody way. Right. Come on, lads. Right, I'm going it for a dump. You're coming up see the back passage, are you? Coming up the back passage, I see. Following me. No! <laughs> Bugger off. <laughs> if I, must admit, I do like this writer. This is this is how you'd want to see someone on one of these programs. It is actually, it's yeah. Oh, on the back. Bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> Young fool. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fantastic if they just sort of like just treated the interview with absolute contempt <laughs> all the way through it. Uh, so you, you couldn't plug your own book on anything quite as easily as that now on the BBC, oh, could you? I don't know. Not, not even on BBC Three. <laughs> not on BBC Three, no. no. So, That's the what the seven o'clock shows for, isn't it? On BBC yeah. One. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, yeah. God, yeah. That's relentless, eh? Had uh, Roger Roger Taylor plugging something on it yesterday. Some sort of show he's involved with or writing or something. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> if only that was true, <laughs> daft old say that. <laughs> you daft old bat. Oh, shut your cake, Shut up. Read the script. Oh, that's silly old trout. <laughs> daft old. <laughs> Fascist. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no need to bring that into it. Exactly. There's a big race into it. <laughs> yeah, bollocks. Right, I'm going to flush that one again. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen my horny beast? <laughs> Radio Times was a bit bigger than him, days, wasn't it? That <laughs> <laughs> was the TV Times. I knew there was so much in it. <laughs> oh, yes. When there'll be a repeat of Family Guy. <laughs> An American Dad. Bare lives. What are these uh, and Tone relaxes at the side of a pub. <laughs> there we go. Tone loves this bit. Hang on, bare lives. What did he sing? Was he a singer, wasn't he? He's an actor, first of all. Captain Hot Teen Roof. Ah, didn't he have to sing a couple of he tunes? Did do an, I had an album of his when I was a kid. It's Bare Lives Sing. He was surrounded by children. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything else. Um, um, but he's sort of singing that sort of like I think weren't to be like American kids songs. It was like it was like, I think it's done by Disney this album or yeah. something. Are old folk tunes and things like that. No, is it the like young Bug Ball and, and stuff like? But it's done. It's done in the late sixties. It was all like hip man. Ah. Now for horror film fans out there, the bar, the bar, the actor Donald McKillop was the police inspector in American Wolf in London. Ah. It's fellow here. Yeah. Uh, but. Burt. Uh, Keep Burt. I still think this cop should be played by Terry Scott as a, as a tribute to that Miss Marple film. Oh, they're calling someone Charlie Muggins at work. <laughs> Charlie yeah. Muggins. <laughs> oh, dear. 
must kill witch. <laughs> what if they've got any complaints about this, about a copper was about to stove in some old old lady's head in? Oh, he's possessed. Get away with it. Well, no, apparently there was, there was a big flaw in the uh, spirit from space when the when the, the, uh, the bobby got shot by the uh, autumn. Sort of like, you know, sort of like a policeman got shot. How dare they do that for children's television? Yeah. Was that before this or after this? Before this. Things have changed by then. Not in a year, I would have thought Things have moved so. on. <laughs> you know, hey, this is 1970s Britain we're talking here, Tom. Nothing <laughs> moved on that fast. Yeah. Incidentally, that uh, lady, what's her name again? Dem Dem Damaris Heyman. Damaris Heyman. You say that she was... Uh, the main witch advisor on this. Yeah. Oh, you're oh, going to no. prove me wrong? I'm going to prove you wrong. In fact, Lord Summerisle was called in from his remote Scottish <laughs> island to advise Damaris Heyman on the ways of Wiccan. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Now, seeing this, this, can I just point out something on this, though? Go, go. On the fact that this is all supposed to be all right, so it's it's when they break into the, the tomb yeah. and it releases... All the, the zero, of energy, all, all yeah. the energy and all that. Yeah. yeah. So, what was moving the signposts around before they even broke into it? I don't know. It's to do with the master, obviously. Well, yeah. He was at the he, bottom spinning it round. Where's he getting the power from to do that? I don't know. I can't remember if it's explained or not. I wish the Virgin Dad's army was this threatening, actually. <laughs> is the vicar still alive from Dad's army? He is. Frank it's Williams still with us. Mr. Mr. Yeatman. Oh, <coughs> oh, a good trustworthy individual, that man there. Yes. Everyone likes dressing up in red in this, don't they? They do, don't they? <laughs> Oh, facts for this show. You done with your facts already? I've done them. I've done with as I said. I've got sort of like um, well, four. I've already done with this one. We've got seven for the next one, Ooh, and then when and we do most of the next week. Oh, next week we've got uh, yeah, yeah. We've got the groups of four and five and things like that. Oh, crikey! So I've got a nasty suspicion my hair's receding like that. Well, like the, like Roger Delgado's. Oh. Is any consolation? Mine isn't. Yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> I don't know, Tyne. No, no comment. No, no, fine. Someone said this that to me about ten years ago, and I managed to grow it all nice and long, the fringe and everything. Damn my smugness! Oh. Didn't Roger Delgado actually wear a hairpiece for this? <laughs> That's what I mean. My hair. <laughs> <laughs> all these used to be wearing a wig. <laughs> If my hair does go like that, I think I might go for the beard as well. You've got to go full <laughs> yeah, on evil, yeah. haven't you? You've got to do it. Sinister. Oh, let's call it. It's a hunter-killer verger. <laughs> I probably need the glasses by then as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, you know, in a pub sort of thing, we ask, ask questions so you can take them off. Look learned. So I was tapping it on your... Uh, Oh, yes, I'm glad you asked me that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah you stupid bloody woman. <laughs> Women in maps, eh? He's <laughs> just utter contempt in this story. I like the Ghostbusters having a cup of tea at the front there. <laughs> I'm surprised you say dear. Yeah. <laughs> Ducky. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Philip Schofield. What, him? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Looks like Philip Schofield. That's why he's got white hair now. He's aged. He's, aged. he's older than he says he is. Uh. <laughs> <tea>. Ducky. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, see Benton, the common man, watches football. That's ah, it's rugby. Bloody egg chasing. Well, that's a new expression, that, that learn them. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was something the kids had come out with recently. <laughs> that kids. Yeah. The kids. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Youth talk, Kato. <laughs> yes. You don't understand how country ways. Because this, this is the point in history where it doesn't matter where you were in the country, <laughs> so they all spoke with a yokel accent, exactly. didn't they? That's right. <laughs> Wig. Well, Burl Ives off knock it back, didn't he? Oh, you my dear. You, 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 you pretty young thing. <laughs> I'll take you there. No, thank you. And I always think the doctor bloke in the background there is auditioning if Peter Cushion ever gets. I was gonna say I was gonna I was gonna say he's got Peter Cushion's hair, isn't he? <laughs> he's thinking if they ever go and make the feature film of this episode, I'm up for the major part. <laughs> Changing to what, I wonder. Hmm. A conservative little number. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, your cloak looks fabulous. I actually wonder with the did the, the Doctor Who the movie mm. when someone said when they went to the costume designer and goes, "Oh, just look at the old films, see what stuff, see what the master wore." They actually watched this episode and just thought that's how he dressed. Them I the think time. it might be actually. <laughs> Oh, times rustling papers. Yeah, I, I might be able to borrow a fact from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're borrowing you'll have, your You'll own have to facts. pay it back on interest. <laughs> he's, he's now he's now ringing up quickfact.com. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that interest rate on it, though, Tone. I wouldn't do it if I was you. You can't oh, afford it till next week. <laughs> Damn. You can tell. I can't get it from there. Oh, there we go. It's oh, come oh. for a payday fact. <laughs> oh, that'll leave, one, oh, that'll leave one episode with only two facts, so I can't steal it from there. I'll do that later. I think we might be making this up. So I was reading on the old Wikipedia angle. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Said something about late, um, Mary had a little lamb backwards or something. You know. hmm. right. Bits of it all. Yeah. 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 Bits of it, yeah. I think it's on the, the one of the documentaries on the for the demons. It said Demaris Heyman didn't like some of the stuff that um, Delgado was saying because so mote it be. Apparently, it's very Masonic. Apparently. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's not very. It's not very. Anything sort of incantations of a Masonic thing. Oh, how can we move, move that twig off the road? Right. Oh, I thought it was one of Larry Carpet. There we go. In the 70s and now on BBC right. Three, Archaeology for One. I'm getting half plant. Yeah, a nice little begonia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Where is his team? I know he's an expert on everything. Is that all saying Archaeology for One? It's just him <laughs> digging the big hole. I was going to say, with that, has he been doing it with that little trowel all the way, all the way down to that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he started in 1952. Ah, I can't borrow a fact. 
You were a young man then. Yeah, here we go. See that smoking chalice there? Yeah. You see that, that thing there? Yeah. All right. Beneath the smoking chalice were two trained chimps who would smoke caps down full strength and blow the smoke up for a hole underneath. <laughs> yeah. You can tell. Well, it was the 70s after all. It was the 70s, yeah. Health and safety, pah. Animal welfare, pah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to trip then? I thought she'd have got into the tunnel in time. Killed. <laughs> that means it's cut to six facts for the next episode instead of seven. Ooh. Ah. Too late. Don't all the packaging's come out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody polystyrene gets everywhere. And that stuff's all terrible to try and clear up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I think it's the put Philip Schofield's hair turns white. <coughs> that is quite different for a, a, like a, a camera shot for Doctor of its day. He sort of like spins around to an angle like that. It's quite. What has Bot got in his mouth? A cigarette, one of those caps down for <laughs> the chimps. Smoking well. chimp. No, what I will happen? He's dead. I think he's definitely I think dead. He's dead. He's definitely yeah, dead. Yeah. Definitely dead. Won't have long to find out though. Oh dear. Well, that was all exciting stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I do like this series. Actually, I'm very, very well, the, the, Yeah, it's a good story. The demons. Yeah, yeah. I actually found one that Tone actually likes. Likes. <laughs> but I do think it's because it's got a pub in it. <laughs> And there's a landlord called Bert. Well, those pump clips were factually correct as well. I noticed that was an attention to detail. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, 40 years after it's gone out, Tone sends a letter complaining about the pumps. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny come lately, Doctor Who fans, I don't know. Oh, dear. Right, everyone. That's it. Oh, crap, the music's still going, but I thought it's going to end now. Crikey, yeah. O'Reilly. Got getting producers and designers and everything. The... That's <sighs> it. Okay, fun. everybody. We shall return very, very shortly in episode two. Oh, please, you must do something. Okay, everyone, we're going to kick off now with episode two. We're going to press play then in five, four. Fuck, didn't press the button. Right, everyone. Episode two, come right up then. We're going to press play in five, four, three. Two, one, and play. And off we go. Can you give us a fact now, Tone? Can you do one while the credits are rolling at all? Or uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> no. No. no, 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 because it's just too much interest he's paying in the other ones. Oh, well, dear. Is, um, You're disappointing our listeners, Tone. They expect it's, it's facts vi- during the credits. Yeah, it's about visual facts this time round. Oh, yeah, visual? It's on a podcast. On a podcast. <laughs> That's going to work, isn't it? Yeah, but they're supposed to be watching this, aren't <laughs> <laughs> Technically, they're supposed to be watching this. Tone's going to Tone, give us our facts by the power of mime. <laughs> <laughs> Through the medium of dance. I'll do one now if you like. See that all night? That's too late now. <laughs> I can do it. That stone table there. What it stone was, table? That, that, that one with the altar, whatever it is. That bloody altar thing. What altar? Right. Whatever the things are lying but on we're top in of. The, we're in the, in, the, in Devil's Hunt now. Are we? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind that. I'll use, that. I'll use that fact for later. I'll use that one for later then. I think you'll see it later. Isn't there an all night stone table somewhere on the line? Well, I couldn't see if it's stone or not. Damnation. I wasn't all right then. Um, let's move on to fact three then. Unit are now watching Doctor Who. <laughs> if it, technically, if, it, if there was an ornate stone table anyway... Why are you saying to you next to the stone it's table? It's it's table. Is that a dummy? That is a dummy of Pertwee, isn't it? Mm, don't know though, because I think the bit... hand went up to cover the I phone. I don't know, it looked a bit rubbery. In that case, you see Pertwee there. Oh, look, Tony, it's a stone table. It's a stone table. Hooray! <laughs> right, we've got to do my facts. Right, here we go. Yeah, that, the, ornate, the ornate stone table was carved by Matthew Corbett <laughs> using materials from the sunken city of Atlantis. Or oh. a- island of Atlantis, sorry, folks. 
The most unconvinced <laughs> acolytes ever here. <laughs> This Ludo board. <laughs> ah. yeah, I, think, I think he's lost the instructions to that game. Right? Yes, isn't well. he? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to summon the instructions to this board game. Smoke, monkey, smoke! <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Oh dear. What about women and small pets? <laughs> He's wondering what's my that noise. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you see a doctor here? Yeah. Right. To get the right effect, the look and effect, whilst the doctor lay, lay unconscious, John Pertwee insisted on standing in a cold store in freezing temperatures for seven hours. Method acting, you say? Method acting. Method you know acting. I mean? Man's an absolute hero. Philip Schofield, MD. Right. Plug on the background just found that some sex chat line. <laughs> it's just where you can't see below his belt. Eh? Want, want to talk to corporals you want to meet? <laughs> Uniform date. Told you to die. I said he died. You, said, I? you did yeah. say though. Burl eyes will console young Joe, the pretty young thing. Come with me, my dear. That is Peter Cushing's hair. I'm sorry, that really is. Look at it. Barp. Well, he's the Burlives is upset. He's missed out on consoling that pretty young girl. Damn you, man! Should have bought my own hair. Peter's one. Peter Cushion alike. That's what you need for every Doctor Who story. Why are there missing plates on the wall up there? What's that? What's that doing? Oh, good point. Yeah. I think another attention. See, Tone picks up on the, on the, on the, on the important details. <laughs> they're, they're waiting for their Cliff Richard ones to arrive. <laughs> of course. That's a call back to a few podcasts ago, isn't it? <laughs> Philip Schofield, coward. Where's it? Where's Oh, there you go. I'm going to now gets out a flask and some sandwiches. Oh, I think, yeah. No nonsense sandwiches, though. Exactly. Proper cup bread and everything. Doorsteps. Doorsteps, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Do what they do have some long days though, don't they? He was working the day shift earlier today, and now he's still oh, yeah. on the night shift. He doesn't look tired at all, does he? Here we go. <laughs> ah, look at that. Lovely, lovely. Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael. Joe Grant signalling to someone outside with that lamp because it was broad daylight. What was that? <laughs> <clears throat> well, at least they have to let the chimps go off and have a, have a kip. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice. 
Uh, I think we have the death of uh, the, the laughing policeman there. That's a long night shift he's done there, isn't it? Oh, yes, this is a, the, the cameraman there. Yeah. He's actually... Um, oh, where's that, where's that hat gone? Oh, there he is. Like, popular <laughs> popular actions... Well prepared and rehearsed as yeah, normal, Tony. <laughs> Anyway, it was it was the popular uh, accident prone actor Jack Douglas won a competition to uh, film <laughs> that particular scene. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. I've got to be quick, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. It's some more action by Havoc. That's a big chopper. <laughs> was this the chopper joke you were waiting to get into? No. No, no. There's another chopper joke. No, no. It, but, but it, it's coming later. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, God, God's sake. So this is a family show. I know. I'm just saying, the person who painted unit on that helicopter didn't do the spacing very well, did he? No, not at all, actually. <laughs> Oh, you know those hoof marks? Yeah. Right? The hoof marks were created by John Pertwee, who would put on a pair of flaming footwear and leap <laughs> great distances. <laughs> that running gay for it is Benton is permanently hungry all the way through this. I mean, if a doctor had to get like a big a helicopter in it, as well, it's probably sort of broke the budget. Didn't he go over budget with this one? Mm. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That was a critical success, wasn't it? That's, um, it was, yeah. Him. That's how he got away with it, really, because it was oh. such a success. <laughs> oh, a red, red, is that red thing again? Of them. Yours, sir? It's our red theme again. It is. <laughs> it's obviously this season's colour. It's quite a funky jacket as well, actually. It's just like he takes off the funky jacket he's wearing a, 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 a tweed. tweed. <laughs> a tweed with leather elbow patches. He's rocking the Matt Smith look there. Just just in case. Just, just want cover, keeping his options open on what people like, isn't it, that one? <laughs> Not quite sure. Is it, is it the tweed or is it the funky jacket? No, I, both. Both. <laughs> Let's try and find the local fish and chip shop. Oh, the Brigadier wants his bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> What's the doctor to read? Doctor promised to read it to him tonight. He's always running. He's never there to read bedtime <laughs> stories. Yeah, he's never there for me. Once upon a time, my little helicopter. That was the story that I was going yeah. to read. <laughs> Budgie the helicopter. It was one of the graves. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, that I, I don't recall ever seeing a scene with her being tied up and bundled into that, to be honest. No. Do you think they actually lost that bit? I've got a funny fit of an excise somewhere. Yeah. It just seems a bit... Oh, a missing scene, you think? Yeah. It just seems... You just see the verger go off, don't you? And then yeah. the next thing, she's there. Unless her escapology trick backfired. Yeah, <laughs> she was just put in a bit of early morning practice <laughs> and realised she hadn't read bed page two yet. <laughs> so if that was Margaret Rutherford's cloak, that would have never happened to her, you see, because Margaret Rutherford never allowed herself to be tied up and put in a trunk. Right. And Mr. Strigger would have, <laughs> would have yeah, rescued Strigger, her anyway. Yes. <laughs> He's playing the piano. That's what exactly. He's, 
He's playing some local nightclub. I still don't know why there's that waxwork museum in there. Why is I don't figure out quite why Benton keeps rubbing his arm. Oh, itchy. It's like he's injured it or something. I can't. Who knows the secret of the black magic box? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. You still get black magic. I don't know, Paul. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't we talk about sweets again, folks. Every time we do a commentary, we talk about old sweets <laughs> we had when we were kids. Uh. Yeah, without the virgins, I'm dangerous. So perhaps Benton's got a, a witch allergy. Yeah. And step, ball, <laughs> kick, change. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, that's simple. Right. Now, Benton shows off his prowess in unarmed combat. In this scene. Or not. In this scene, of course, you had um, synth wizard Brian Eno. Provided, <laughs> he provided the sounds for this because he won a, he won a competition in the um, Radio Times. Oh, I see. You know that? Yeah. True story. Matt, that's him there twiddling away. <laughs> he can't believe he's lost that game. <laughs> he can't believe it. He's lost to an avant-garde sound effect. Filmed in bald spot vision. <laughs> Monk vision, <laughs> Virgin vision. <laughs> and now on top of the pops. Didn't they love an effect in the early 70s? They, they did, they did, oh, they, yeah, dear. loved it. Well, it's Barry Letts, actually. He loved sort of camera trickery. And... <laughs> so it set the bush alight. Oh, yeah, did love a bit of... Uh... It wasn't the Quantil box, that was in the 80s, wasn't it? The, the, the special effects box they had then. I haven't got the instructions either. <laughs> Where's Jake's got in his hand? <laughs> He's just remembered that program. <laughs> Eureka, Madeline Smith. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we're, we're alluding to a, a pre-show conversation we had about Madeline Smith. And why be blonde? I like this idea about the heat barrier and all that, trepping them in. I just like that. That's a Tantana. <laughs> Say what? Oh, the other, the, the, the um... The, the sign going the other way. One's devil's end. They say, look like Santana, but why is Satan or something or other? <laughs> now shut your face. <laughs> Meet me in my quarters later. Hello, would like a point. <laughs> it's when Virgis were trained in unarmed combat back in the seventies, <laughs> so to outwit a soldier. <laughs> Pregnant. <laughs> Towels. <laughs> Just the fact they're in a pub, he's asked for hot, sweet tea. Brandy would have been good, wouldn't it? Oh, that's a trouble. Nowadays, where are we going to pubs? There's tea and coffee being served. Oh, no. Wrong, so wrong. Sandwiches. Oh. 
Oh. Well, they're doing sandwiches back in pubs in those days, weren't they? You said yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the wrapping. The, <laughs> yeah, you said the the, the plastic um, display thing on the counter, didn't they? A clean they? film around those sort of rolls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the fact that the doctor in this one is so pompous and so sure of himself and the devil came, is that what Mark Yates had on his head? <laughs> Shame on you, girl. <laughs> He's constantly berating Joe Grant in this one. There's a, there's a, <coughs> I don't know which episode it's in. It might be next week's one, but crikey, he really has a go at her. What a your car, man? What a, what car is that? Do you know what I don't actually know? Is it an old Ford console or something? You know, I think it's console itself. You know, you see Volvo on the front there, do I? I don't think so. <sighs> Satan Hall. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, not, not, Satan. not Satana. <laughs> Satana. Satana. You'd be sort of pray, pray for your death. Brigadier's <laughs> 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 brought a sprinkler with. <laughs> See, all delivery men now should be wearing flat caps and, and white coats, oh. or brown coats, actually. I think his hair come off with that hat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what the badge is. I think it's a Ford. Ah, yes. See this uh, branch he just done here? They sawed about two foot of that off, and then they can lift it. Anyway... Go on the branch, go on. John Pertwee took out his chopper and felled many trees until he found the right branch he was looking for for that scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still can't make out the badge on that car. Could say console, couldn't it? Was it a Vauxhall? What, Beaver or something like that. <laughs> Or was it a Vauxhall Velox, wasn't it? Wasn't Velox, it? oh yes. Episode of Only Fools and Horses. Only one I've ever seen. <laughs> he did a drive a Vauxhall Velox for yeah, in the early while. days, didn't yeah. he, Del Boy? Yeah. I think more people should sort of rock the tweed jacket and, and sweater look these days. Yeah. Other than you, you mean? Other than me, of course, yeah. I might just have to wear that get up when we go to the convention in November, actually. Sort of, I'll, I'll do the Mike Yates casual look. Oh, I'm satisfying there. And get one of those red coats <laughs> to take off when you get there. I'll come in a helicopter as well. That's all right. They must have run a, di run a distance in the night, previous night, mustn't they? It's still taken them that long to get up there in the yeah, car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gate fell on him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it was that danger sign fell on his head. You should have read the sign, shouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was that rocky used to knock it in with. <laughs> Hmm. 
Ah, he is Spock. He is. Oh, for, well, as I recall, for beer fans out there, I think Bock is a style of beer in Belgium. Oh, okay. Or is it Germany? I can't it's remember. funny you'd know that. It's one or the other. It's German, I think. Is it German, Bock? Is it? German. I, thought, I thought it was. Most you can spot that in the dark, isn't it? Right, here we go. Science lesson. Joe never did find out what he what he was gonna tell her there. Never did find oh. out. Wow. Oh, did I? Hmm. What will happen next? Find out next week, I suppose. We will have to find out next week because that, that's it. That's <laughs> it for this week, folks. Very swift. Yes. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have to uh, wait till next week to get episode three, four, and five. Uh, because we've got to kit everyone on. Oh, yeah. More the, facts. More that's facts it. Because to Tony's come. got his facts all lined all up for up next there, week. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, got all oh, the fantastic. one Fantastic. Fantastic. Take them home with him now and bring them back next week. Yes. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> the old tailored bakers. Hopefully, there might be some sort of a, an accident before those facts before next week. <laughs> what have you got? Onto, onto a fire? Onto or a fire or something? Yeah. Oh. oh dear. Right. Well, let's not bother watching the bloody credits because we're finished. So we're finished. Nice. Okay, then, folks. So we'll return next week with episodes three, four, and five of the demons. So until then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye for me, Tony. And, uh, oh, well, we, let's should we do oh, that again, shall we? Let's order. do that again. I thought we were doing order. Yeah, it was a bit of a delay. Let's try again, shall we? Right, it's goodbye for me, Phil. Goodbye for me, Paul. That's more like it. Goodbye for me, Tony. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.